We've talked about the benefits and the drawbacks of starting a business, but what about starting a business when you're not necessarily financially stable? Today, I'm joined by Helen Kartika as we discuss if you should wait to start that business or if you should take the leap now. I thoroughly enjoyed this interview, and this is one you're probably going to want to listen to a couple of times because there's so many golden nuggets. Helen is a certified business mindset and career confidence coach for women, passionate about working with business owners and ambitious professionals to cultivate greater inner confidence, overcome overwhelm, and face the limitations that are holding them back from taking action and achieving their personal and professional goals. This is the Your Money, Your Life podcast, where ambitious women come together to have clarity, prosperity, and confidence with their money without sacrificing precious time and well-deserved fun. So let's get to the interview. Welcome to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Amy Serka. After my husband and I faced three major financial roadblocks in the last six years, I felt like I wasn't doing all that I could and I had let my family down. It always felt like life was a struggle, like I had to work harder than everyone else. It just came easy to them and I didn't feel worthy of success. Until a coach helped me see the successes in our experiences instead of our failures. This allowed me to create and implement systems to grow our net worth by 200,000 plus while spending time with my loved ones and on my priorities. Now I help motivated women create the happiness, family life, financial security, and long-term wealth they deserve. If you're ready to eliminate stress, struggle, frustration, and guilt within your finances, you're in the right place. Welcome, I'm so glad you're here. Did you know that April is financial literacy month? That's why this episode of the Your Money, Your Life podcast is brought to you by Budgeting Simplified. Do you struggle with stress and overwhelm with budgeting? Or do you get frustrated that you spend so much time on your budget, yet at the end of the month, you're not actually getting ahead? You're not alone. This is actually super common, and I'm here to help. Inside Budgeting Simplified, I will show you how to budget successfully in a simple manner that sets you up to create prosperity, freedom, and security. As we go through this process, you'll have a budget specific to you and the unique lifestyle that you want to live. One of the best parts is you don't have to be a numbers person. I did all that for you. I created the system that you can plug and play and finally have the confidence that you're craving. With Budgeting Simplified, you'll have a fail-safe built into your budget so that when life throws you curveballs, as we all know it will, your budget can handle it. Stop the cycle of your bank account draining every month and finally feel confident and have fun with your money again. If this sounds like a heck yes for you, then simply visit amycircacom forward slash budget. And of course, if you need that link again, it's hanging out in the show notes for you. Helen, welcome to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm so glad to have you here with me today. So glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I always like to start off and ask, and yes, it's the name of the show, but what does Your Money, Your Life mean to you? Okay. So Your Money, Your Life. 
as a mindset coach, my kind of personal philosophy around mindset is that it's all about personal leadership and taking agency and responsibility for your life, right? When we talk about mindset, it's all about, you know, having awareness of your patterns and your thoughts and feelings and all that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, it's just self-management and it's personal leadership. So when I think about your money, your life, for me, it's really about money being a vehicle to that, right? Money being a vehicle for you to be able to take ownership and take charge of your life. And I think we, a lot of the time, talk about money in the context of freedom and flexibility and things like that. But at the end of the day, money is about giving yourself options and being able to be that creator of your life, to make an impact, to build something for your family. So for me, it's all about just taking charge of your life, basically. I love it. And I totally agree. When we get this mindset piece figured out, like we are able to manage that money and all of those things in a, just a whole nother level. So, um, I'm really excited to hear about this. So tell me a little bit about your journey, starting a business from scratch, even when you weren't in a great traditional financial situation. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been in business for four years now and I'm on to my second business. The first one I actually started back in 2018 when I had what I think many would consider on paper a dream job, right? I was uh, running the social media channels for Netflix, one of London's biggest creative agencies. It was all great. But at the end of the day, I got so severely emotionally and spiritually burnt out, right? I was just lacking fulfillment. I was lacking purpose and that I I just I had it <laughs> you know when you get to that point and you're like I can't do this anymore and that led me to starting my first business however at the time I was actually 13k in credit card debt <laughs> and I don't know if any of your listeners um, are in debt themselves but or have been but you know it, when you're in that space having credit card debt is so all-consuming and overwhelming. It is really, really stressful. And most people wouldn't even consider starting a business when they're in that kind of space. But I knew that I could do it. I had a really strong belief in myself and in my idea. At the time, I started a marketing agency. And I just had that unwavering belief in myself that I knew I could do it and that it was worth the risk, right? The kicker here, and why I love sharing this story, is that 18 months into starting that business, I actually completely paid off that debt, right? And 13K is a lot if you've got it on different credit cards, you've got high interest repayments, that kind of thing. So what was really awesome for me was not just the fact that I was able to you know, the reason I started the business in the first place is because I wanted to have more fulfillment in my life, right? So not only was I able to kind of do that and to kind of make ends meet and to break even, I got out of that debt in 18 months. And I know for fact that I would not have been able to do that had I stayed in my corporate job, because obviously I knew what my salary was. I knew what my monthly paycheck was going to be for the next 12 to months to two years. And I knew it wasn't going to happen. Right. So the message I really want people to take away here 
is that like, you know, you don't even have to be in debt, but if you are kind of on the fence about maybe starting a business or going, you know, all in on a business because you don't believe you have enough money, it's totally not true, <laughs> right? Like you can make it work. And starting a business is all about taking risks, right? It, it's a risk no matter what kind of financial position you're in at the end of the day, because business is unpredictable. So yeah, that's kind of, yeah, a little bit about what that journey has looked like for me so far. Yeah, I love that. So when this goes live, we're going to be in the middle of financial literacy month. We're actually wrapping up financial literacy month. And I totally love that because I am a financial coach that does not preach for you to get out of debt, get out of debt, get out of debt because of all the mindset factors behind it. We find that if we focus on that, it's, it's a negative thing and we end up getting ourselves back into debt. So I love that you took the jump and you did exactly, I mean, honestly, what I did too, that you worked on starting a business and doing all these things, even though you had the debt, because it's not like, we don't want to be there long-term, obviously, but you're not going to get to the place that we want to go if we don't act and move towards those spots and like waiting, putting your life on hold because you're in debt is not not the way that I want to live. And I don't want, you obviously didn't want to live that way. And our listeners don't want to live that way either. So I love that you did that. And you probably didn't even know, like, that was the way that I approached finances. So it just lined up perfectly. And I love that. Yeah. I was, I just wanted to say on that, not saying to anyone to, you know, just like be responsible and, you know, start a business. If you feel like it's not safe for you to do so, you know, it's definitely not about being irresponsible or anything like that with your money. But exactly like you said, you know, there is a tendency for us sometimes to use money as a crutch or an excuse, right? Exactly what you said, like in that waiting mentality of like, I can't do this until I have more money. Whether you're in debt or have savings or you're well off financially, it's all a mindset thing, right? You can still believe or you could still have that story that you're not never going to have enough money, right? So it's when we start using that as that excuse to not do things is, you know, where like is something that we really kind of need to look at, right? Right. We need to be able to be happy and present and satisfied with where we're at now. Yes, we're always working towards improving, but if we can live life in a place of like presence and being happy now, we're going to release all that like, okay, maybe we'll be able to do this one day thing. And it totally agree. Um, often when we're fine that we're talking to prospective clients, they feel like this won't work for them because blank, because we're, I'm in too much debt. You just don't get it. Or what's one myth that you would want to kind of shed some light on today. Um, specifically when it came to starting the business, maybe a mindset block that you see come up. Um, something along those lines there. Oh my God, just that, exactly what we were talking about. Like the myth is that you don't have enough money. That is the myth because at the end of the day, and I'm sure as like a financial and a money confidence coach, you probably talk about this all the time, but when it comes to money, you can have a lack mindset or an opportunity mindset, right? And at the end of the day, money is just a tool. So if we have this lack mindset, we're always going to be thinking, I don't have enough money to start that business. I don't have enough money to do this. 
If you look at money with an opportunity mindset, you're able to empower yourself. I don't have enough money yet. It's like this little, this little cute word that you can like add on the end of your language. You know, I don't have enough money yet. And then you feel empowered to take that opportunity of how do you build that money or how do you build that wealth or that savings pot? For example, you know, it's all about prioritizing. And I know everyone's at different stages of life. Everyone has different responsibilities, priorities, family, all that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, you know, you could you could give up your gym membership and work out from home. You could quit takeout. You could quit your, you know, your daily takeout coffee and you could commit to saving a hundred extra dollars a week for a year and you would have 5K there to put into an investment, to go on a luxury holiday with your family, to put into starting or scaling your business or hiring someone, right? And you can only do that with that opportunity mindset. How can I use money to my advantage? Not how can I allow money to control me? And I know you, I've, I've listened, I listened to one of your episodes where you, I think you talk about this all the time, but you were talking about the eight buckets, the categories. You have your play fund, you have your uh, like investment fund, you have your business fund. Literally, like it's all about prioritization and um, being intentional with where you put your money in a really easy way that you can do that is put 5% away to building your dream or something like that, you know? Definitely. And I'm curious if you see this as well. Um, sometimes if we just do it first, cause we're like, well, okay, if there's not enough, if you just take the chance, like, what if this is possible? If you make the decision to put that money, move it first, how often do we find like, we don't even actually miss it? Oh <laughs> like, <God. laughs> honestly, one of the biggest things is to share a personal story. So I live in, um, Germany that that's where I pay my taxes and everything and I moved from the UK and I actually found I paid less taxes in Germany but I was still putting the same amount away right and at the end of the year my my accountant who does all my bookkeeping was like do you know you've got all this money now just in this pot because you I accidentally saved in my tax account like 15% extra than what I was was meant to be for like all year and I had like 20 grand like saved and I was like oh my god like I literally didn't miss it because in my mind I was like I must put 40% aside for tax (laughs) that was it it just went straight to another uh, like an account and then I was like wow it was like for savings so yeah it's insane what really what yeah like (laughs) what's going on in our minds and how much our mindset can can hold us back because it is so possible to save that money absolutely what are a couple, I mean, obviously we've talked about like, okay, if we don't have enough money to do that, what are some of the other common stories that you see come up with your mindset and running a business? Like, even if it's not, maybe it's like, a, can I even do this? Can I be successful? Am I worthy of success? I'm naming some of the ones that I'm hearing now. I was not trying to leave that question at all. I mean, Amy, you've nailed it. Those literally (laughs) are. And honestly, I think when it comes to business, you know, there are mindset blocks, there are confidence, worthiness um, blockers, barriers. But at the end of the day, a lot of them are so closely linked to your money stories, right? So think about people, you know, who am I to start a business? Who's going to pay me 
for the service I have to offer? Who's going to pay for my product over someone else's, right? That's a worthiness block, but that's a money story, right? Um, you know, like a, a really big one that I see is um, why should I earn all this money doing something that I love, that I'm passionate about uh, when my parents had to work so hard for money? That's a huge one, right? Uh, fear of success, right? What if I achieve all this and this is money and this is worth as well, but what if I achieve all this in my business and I lose it like that overnight? Or what if I earn all this money or gain all this client or, or clients or gain all this exposure and you know I don't know how to handle it. I don't know how to deal with uh, what comes next, right? So all these are massively stopping us from taking action and essentially is self-sabotaging us in business because at the end of the day, you know, you probably, obviously you probably talk about this with your clients as well, but 95% of our brain power is running subconsciously, right? Our mind is 95% subconscious belief, deeply, deeply held beliefs about ourselves and, and what we can accomplish. So if you've got any of these subconscious blockers underneath the surface, you can consciously be like, yeah, I know, I know my stuff. I know I can make this business work. But if you've got all that other stuff bubbling under the surface, time and time again, you're going to procrastinate. You're going to let perfectionism get in the way. You're going to self-sabotage. You're going to tell yourself it's not the right time. And you're not going to be able to, you know, tap into that full potential and really go for it. Yes, you totally nailed it. Another one that I see um, often or hear often too would be um, a fear of success because they don't want to make all this money and then uh, not take care of their family, not be present with their family because they saw that modeled growing up. I know media for us, does a great job of modeling that um, facade that it doesn't have to be that way. Um, I totally loved all that. That was we, great. Yeah, <laughs> like we like we are conditioned to believe that making money equals sacrifice, sacrificing your health, sacrificing time with your family, alienating people that you love, and this is why. Like for a lot of people, whether you're in business, whether you're climbing the corporate ladder, people hit those income ceilings because they don't know like. If I earn 100K extra in a year, what does that mean for my life? What does that mean for my family? And it's scary. And that's like almost like the other side of our comfort zone, right? And that's yeah. all conditioning. It's all modeling, upbringing, society, media. Um, and I think it's really important for us to be aware that that, that is happening, right? Because it's not just you. It's not just you that is struggling. It's it's something that is deeply embedded in so many of us and society. Yes. I love that. If you miss that listeners, you're not alone. If you're feeling those, that was a really important nugget there. Yeah. Um, is there a question that I haven't asked that you feel like everyone needs to know the answer to? I feel like the whole oh. time, like you're, you're right. You nailed it. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just going to say like, no question. I think the question is, is if you need a big fat permission slip, to act on something big right now, right? Starting uh, your side hustle or starting uh, launching, going what, how they call it, all in on your business, right? Making an investment with a mentor or a coach or 
hiring someone, doing something that you know will massively up-level your life, your business, whatever, your family's life, but you're scared to do it. I just want to say like, it is so possible and you know it is possible. So what I want to offer is just this permission slip. I guess the question would be like, if people are like, can I really do it? Should I really do it? Hell yeah. Like if you've got it in your mind and it's even something that you're playing with, you know, it's really cheesy, but I believe that it's meant for you, right? You can only imagine something that is really meant for you to actually create. So that's like the kind of takeaway I want to leave there. I love that. So um, I find that it's often important to utilize tools, resources to make the most of the time that we have because time is our most precious asset. So is there a specific tool or resource that you find most valuable when it comes to either like managing your time effectively, when it comes to working on your mindset? What are some of the things that you love to use? There are so many tools. I would say the number one thing for me with time management is energy management. I know that's nothing new, um, but it really isn't about time. You can collapse time and be, you know, double productive. Uh, You know, um, it's really about that energy management. And I think a really good thing to kind of do is to really look at what your energy drainers and your energy boosters are in your day, right? Because you can spend 10 hours a day doing something you absolutely love and feel completely lit up and you're in flow and you you have that momentum. Even though you're working for that 10 hours, you feel like it's a boost, right? You feel like you can do more versus doing two hours of something that you actually absolutely hate that drowns you that drains you that's going to completely deplete your energy so I would literally like sit down and do a list if you're struggling with that time management is to do a list of like what is draining me right now and what is boosting my energy and I know for a lot of particularly high performing women women in business um you know very successful careers the energy boosters list is usually stuff like taking walks for myself, having a bath, seeing friends, making time for friends, cuddling my hubby, whatever it is. And I guarantee you, they'll usually look at the life, their life in the last like month and be like, I'm not doing any of those things. Right. So it's, it's one of, it's, it's a, it's a, it's the conversation of like having priorities, making promises to yourself and keeping them and setting those really, really, really strong personal boundaries, of course. So that would be my big thing with time management. It is, it's all about energy management. And as part of that, really knowing your own performance habits and how you work and what you need to perform best. And for me, I always say what isn't measured can't be improved. So it's really important and it's really simple, but a lot of us don't do it. Track audit yourself, have a look at your week and and take a look at like, you know, were you sleeping right? Were you eating? Were you exercising? What kind of things were you doing that were boosting or draining your energy? And when it comes to those energy drainers and boosters as well, when you have that drainers list, look at what you can delete or automate, right? You know, it's that whole like, um, what can you literally take away 
what can you make easier by automating or what can you just give away? Like what can you outsource completely? So it's really just, yeah, about being strategic about those things, auditing and understanding what allows you to get the most out of your time. Yes, I love that. So listeners, we're going to make your challenge today to make a list of the energy drainers and the energy boosters. And if you're feeling bold, of course, we're going to tell you where to find us in a minute on Instagram. Helen and myself would both love to hear what you discover because every time I go through this exercise, even myself, I always find there's something that surprises me when I really stop and think about it. I'm like, oh, you know what? Like I really am drained when I do that, or I really am not drained. I really had that boost of energy when I go through that. So, um, you've got a pretty incredible gift for our (laughs) listeners today. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? And then of course, where to find you online as well. Yeah, absolutely. So Amy, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I absolutely love the work that you do. And I want to offer your listeners, um, if they're in a position of feeling like they want to go all in on their business and maybe they're side hustling and and don't, don't really know how to really take the leap to kind of transition or if they're thinking of just starting that that side hustle, right? But they've got all those mindset blockers. I would love to offer a 60-minute free kind of like mindset breakthrough session so that they can kind of get that um, boost that they need to really take the first step or that leap, right? Because when it comes to starting business, everyone kind of, you know, you need the strategy in place and all that. But in my experience, it's the mindset challenges, not having that self-belief, lacking that confidence, feeling overwhelmed, having all the fears around money or what if it doesn't work out? What if it fails? What if people judge me? So if that at all resonates with you and you are feeling like you just need that mindset um, boost, that mindset breakthrough, I'd love to offer you a 60 minute session and you can contact me about that by going to my website. So helenkartika.com. That's Helen, H-E-L-E-N-K-A-R-T-I-K-A.com. And you can contact me directly through there, or you can send me a DM on Instagram as well. And that my, my handle is just Helen, uh, sorry, underscore Helen Kartika underscore. Of course, listeners, we're going to have all those links for you in the show notes as well, in case you missed it. Thank you so much for joining me today, Helen. This has been amazing. And listeners, we'll see you next week uh, for another episode of the Your Money, Your Life podcast. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. My favorite place to hang out is on Instagram. You can find me at Amy Circa. Send me a message or post a screenshot and tag me. I love hearing from podcast listeners. When you're ready to master your money, go to workwithamy.com. You and I will work together to ditch financial stress and struggle for good with a customized plan that works for you your goals, your priorities, your life. I'll see you next time on the Your Money, Your Life podcast. If you love today's episode, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts. 
That way you'll receive new episodes right when they are released. Then leave a rating and review. It helps amazing people just like you find the show faster. We'll see you next week.